astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning. Good morning. So we have a lot going on uh, with just the eclipses, the retrogrades. We recently saw Jupiter move into Aries, and we thought today, let's just try to tie it up, maybe in a little bow, just because we've released these... um, concepts or energies one by one in different podcasts, but now we're, we're really into all of them. And so they're all happening simultaneously. And we thought, Mm -hmm. well, let's talk about how we're seeing it play out. Let's, we have some great client stories that, you know, I think client stories are just a great way to really show how the energy can play out because when we describe it, sometimes people it has to be this grandiose story or, oh, my life's going to fall apart or I'm going to lose my job or my partner is going to take off. And so we're going to give some just great real life examples to show how the energy is playing out just so you as the listeners can maybe relate to these stories. Or if, if for some reason you're worried about anything that's going on, you can just say, oh, okay. I mean, that obviously it's a tiny issue, but it's nothing life shattering. I, th- I think, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of proud of ourselves, Kate, take a moment here to pat us on the back, but you know, it's one thing for us to spout out, oh, Jupiter's going into Aries and this is what's happening to you. And then just move on to the next thing and say, oh, this is happening. So that's going to be happening to you. But this is, I'm going to say we're holding ourselves accountable today. Right. We just, we just talked about Jupiter and Aries recently, went through all the signs. Now we're going to have an opportunity later in the broadcast to, okay, let's, it's five days. We've, we're just five days into approximately a year long energy. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the stories that are out there already. Right. So it's Absolutely. good. It's good. So first let's just, we have to talk about the lunar eclipse, um, mm-hmm. you know, as we're recording it it's happening tonight. So as you're listening, it happened last night, mm-hmm. um, definitely on the West coast at that 25 degrees of Scorpio. So did you have something happen here in the last week where you thought you were doing something? You thought this was the plan. You thought this the way, was the way something was going to go down and you got some news or you, you heard something that totally eclipsed your plan. It sent you off in a new direction. It made you pivot in order to complete or in order to move forward. Thankfully, that was the last eclipse until uh, I think, is it November? Yeah. Yeah. So we have some time. We're out of eclipse season now, officially, as we move mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. So that one is over, but you might still just be reeling from whatever you know, new news you got or what happened from there. And then of course this week we will be just watching out for any uh, stories about queen Elizabeth or Biden, just because it was really activating their astrology charts. Yes. Yes. The queen's chart, you know, she backed away from something this weekend. She's on the eve of the Jubilee coming up here very shortly. So it's just interesting that they've, um, she's reduced some of her 
um, attendance. You know, she's okay. definitely cut back, but uh, that's a that's a big deal. And you know what? Any of our leaders, any of our leaders, and again, I this is something I just read yesterday. Two articles, mainstream media, uh, speculating on Putin and uh, his cancer that he's dealing with. Uh, and uh, even one of the major articles suggested there could be a coup within um, you know, Russia to take him out because they recognize he is sick. He is sick mm. and he is maybe not functioning on all cylinders here, so to speak. So that could be a leader as well. We, we, we were focused on Biden and uh, the queen because we know their charts pretty solidly, but uh, Putin's chart, I don't know as well to know what, how that might be occurring in his chart. But uh, so all leaders, you always watch under an eclipse. Absolutely. And also, if I could add that, you know, an eclipse for anyone that's reeling maybe from what has happened in their life, I would say that lunar eclipses are pretty final in nature. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if um, something happened and now, oh, that's not an option anymore, I wouldn't hold out hope that, oh, someone's going to change their mind or the circumstances are going to change. And now, oh, it's going to go back to normal. I would not, I couldn't be the Pollyanna in that case. Right. Uh, lunar eclipses have a tendency to almost seal things in some fashion. So and be because we're under Mercury retrograde, there might be a tendency to think, oh, this might not be final. This right. might just be a hiccup. This might yes. just be a confusion. Yes. Uh, but if it's happened at this point, right, it might have been linked to that eclipse. Right. Right. And hopefully the majority of us are thinking like, oh yeah, I have a good handle on what is ending, what I'm wrapping up. Again, do you have to come to a screeching halt that as of, you know, here, um, you know, uh, Tuesday morning, you're going to say, okay, it's all over. It's done with. No, but you may know you're reading the writing on the wall. You're reading the writing on the wall and you understand, okay, yeah, I'm being usurped. It's time for me to go on to something else. Time for me to move on. So there, there is some, there can be some graciousness is what I'm trying to say in this. Yep. Yep. Well, let's talk about Mercury retrograde just because it did retrograde here May 10th mm -hmm. at four degrees of Gemini. It will be moving back into Taurus uh, as we go through uh, May 22nd, and then it will go direct um, June 3rd at that 26 degrees of Taurus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if you caught this. Um, I was shocked. I, I actually missed it on the day, May 10th and 11th. But McDonald's, like Mickey, Big D, you know, McDonald's right. here, you know, they had a promotion going on. Uh, good for May 10th and May 11th. And it was called their Mercury Retrograde Special. And that if you, you got a free uh, McChicken or a free McDouble with the purchase of some fries. I thought that was, that just blew my mind. Yeah, I, I mean, on a, I thought, oh my God, this, if, if they're doing it, yep. a multinational company is doing it. You know, um, also I was watching Saturday Night Live this weekend and they had a skit and Mercury Retrograde was brought up in as a, you know, as a, as a little bit of a punchline, needless to say, but the idea was it's right there in the humor. We've had yeah. conversations, obviously, about this general thing already about the popularity 
of astrology. I had started saying it about five years ago that astrology is a growth industry. Mm -hmm. It is exploding at this point. And I might say exploding in a very favorable way. A lot of smart people, a lot of great research is being done, um, really validating it. But we were talking off tape, of course, when that we're speculating that Pluto is going to be moving into Aquarius, which is a big deal. Well, we're not speculating. That is happening. Yes. yes. But once that happens, we're speculating. Yes. February of 2023, it will happen. You know, astrology is ruled by Aquarius. It's linked to Aquarius. So Pluto going into the profession of astrology is really going to stir it up. Yeah. And, um, and I'm sure there'll be some bad that comes out of it, you know, but I mean, there'll be a lot of good that comes out of it. Yeah. Well, they, I'm sure there'll be a lot more apps and, uh, you know, things that maybe even try to take the practice away from, you know, humans. Yes. Um, yes. but yeah. well, and I mean, I'm excited to see more things being talked about than just mercury retrograde because <laughs> it's one of those, like, I think everyone has those things in their career that become, maybe annoying, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like when people come to me, oh yeah, Mercury is retrograde. Yep. There's definitely more to astrology than that, but that is what is mainstream. Yeah. And, and the fact that corporate Pluto going into Aquarius, Aquarius rules, large organizations and them embracing astrology, whether it's a sales gimmick. Okay. Whatever. However they want to use it. Yep. And yeah, I thought that was pretty fascinating. Yeah. So we're still under Mercury retrograde. Our stories are continuing. Um, I'd like to sh- share a little more detail about one, one that I experienced, uh, and it resulted in a, a draft, an auto draft, where you have an investment company take X amount of dollars a month out of your account to put into an investment. I set one up last November. Now in November, Mercury was not retrograde, but I set it up we're supposed to kick into place here in January and somewhere about March, I started wondering how much was that? And gee, I haven't noticed it, it hasn't made a dent in my balance. Uh, and I thought that was interesting. First, I just took credit thinking, oh, I guess yeah, everything yeah. is okay. And I thought, wait a minute, is it actually happening? Dig into it. Once Mercury went in retrograde, I took the time, went through the bank statements and go, it's not even happening. And this is a major investment company here in the States. I mean, this isn't some local (laughs) fly-by-night. This is a major company. And all the paperwork I confirmed was correct, was submitted correctly. They just never enacted it. You know, as you're telling this story, I actually had the same thing happen. Really? (laughs) I don't know why, like, even though I read the notes, I didn't even put it together. But Mm -hmm. I also was going to be making a big move into Mm -hmm. a new investing thing. And mm-hmm. I signed all the paperwork, not in Mercury retrograde. Right. And I also looked at my bank accounts and was like, how am I not seeing this money come out? Cause yeah. it was like yes. a big amount that yeah. it wasn't just, you know, a couple hundred dollars and yeah. it never went through. And I just finally like did the research. Like I just assumed, yeah. okay, they must not have gone through, but then I yeah. finally like went through the emails to be like, did I sign everything? Like, did I right. leave anything off? And I got the completed email. <laughs> You're all set. Uh, and, um, at this point I was just like, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. So I never did any follow-up. That's exactly what we did. Yeah. Because of course now they're going, okay, we'll have to do all the paperwork over again, but let's go. Okay. Here it is. And no. when maybe not. <laughs> You know, maybe was that a sign from, you know, our, that our investment would have lost money 
it would have been losing money the last four months. So we're thinking, okay, maybe we're money ahead. But the kicker is this, we didn't do it under a Mercury retrograde, but it took Mercury retrograde to uncover it, to nudge me to look through bank statements or to question, yeah, how come I'm not missing that money? You know, everything seems to be, you know, normal here. So it, isn't that interesting that we're, sometimes we get so much fear over Mercury retrograde. Oh, don't sign that contract. Don't take that trip. Oh, that's going to be a, something's going to go wrong. No, the best part of Mercury retrograde is what you've already done over the last three, four months. Yep. Let's go back over it and see, was it done correctly? Right. So Mercury retrograde can be a, a helper. True. I agree. Yeah. I re- recently reframed it on my social media about like, it's a time to just review, reframe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, double check, which we talk about that, but like I made it into a graph, you mm. know, and I had a lot of people comment just saying, wow, that really reframed it for me. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I'm reframing Mercury retrograde, Yeah, um, <laughs> but like they just said, oh, I'm not afraid of it now. Like that, like there, there has been a lot of fear. And I think that's what I meant when I was like, you know, when corporate corporates take these things like mercury retrograde, right? There's just so much fear that has been put around it. And it's not, it shouldn't be fearful. There's things that are way worse in astrology than mercury retrograde. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, going, what I was going to hit your moon. That's something to get worried about. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and, in McDonald's use it in a way that you get an extra food, free food. That's kind of interesting. So should we then just talk about maybe Roe versus Wade a little bit, just in regards to Mercury retrograde? You know, it's such a big story. How can we not continue yeah. to bring it up? You know, um, Mercury, you know, we know is about speech, right? Everyone in basic one-on-one astrology. Mercury is how you communicate. And, you know, Mercury retrograde, you know, we're looking out the windows or looking at the screens, I should say, and we're seeing all these people protesting, right? Yeah on both sides, by the way. So the idea they're being noisy, they're being heard, so to speak. But I think the most interesting thing about this was that, you know, they released the actual um, document and the document was time stamped uh, that it was distributed amongst the justices on February 10th of 2022. Mm -hmm. So that was before Mercury retrograde. So it was released then. And here again, we have another story that, okay, once Mercury went retrograde, right there within one degree of it, you know, that was very close. It was effective. Um, Now it surfaces, it surfaces to be reviewed by the public. Right. And the public, I don't know, I think a lot of, I think a lot of women my age were shocked (laughs) to see that this was that close to maybe all it needed was some signatures and it could have been ready to go. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been, I think we would have been floored, but it's like women of all ages. Well, I, I hope, but so. I understand that it's more, you feel like we've done this before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That it could all of a sudden be gone so quickly. So anyhow, I just not being too Pollyanna here a little bit. I'm thinking, well, maybe if Mercury's job is to reveal a problem, mm-hmm. reveal an omission that maybe maybe there's hope uh, that this kind of unprecedented reveal that occurred could assist in fending off the attack on women 
and their rights wow. and the 1973 decision that's already, you know, it's obviously been on the books. So, the, the, you know, of course, I, I understand someone on the other side of the issue may say it as well. This is Mercury going back and undoing something from 50 mm -hmm. years ago that was a problem or that was a mistake. I mean, I can't, I'm not in that camp, but um, wow. it's very appropriate that Mercury retrograde is playing a hand in this. And if you want to talk about the fact about, you know, how it was revealed, the fact that it was a thief or a, not a thief, it would be the wrong word, but definitely a security leak. Right. Right. Well, and that thing is Mercury is a trickster. Yeah. You know, and so just one about like, how is the energy going to play out? And I agree. I'm hoping, oh, hopefully this brought it to light. So something could have been, could be done before it's finalized. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, we don't know, but I do know like that it's come up in a lot of my readings recently that people want to know how, if that passed, how would that personally affect me and my, in creating a family moving forward that people are definitely concerned about what effects it will have on everyone's lives. Oh, um, immensely, immensely. Um, so anyhow, I'm just fascinated by that idea that if this whoever leaked it, obviously. I mean, I assume it's a pretty limited group of people that had access to that document. Yeah. So I'm really curious as well to how that person would be treated. What will happen? Mm -hmm. Will the identity be uncovered or will this person, because they did it under the cloak, let's say of Mercury retrograde, which again, just, just talking about it from a theoretical viewpoint, Mercury retrograde is a really favorable energy for maybe thievery, stealing something. It's, you know, presenting yourself as somebody, you know, you're not, no one's generally presenting themselves as a thief. You know, oftentimes they do it under the cloak of darkness or you didn't see me, I've got my baseball cap on, you know, something's going on that you can't see me. That's the Mercury energy. It's a, it is a tricky energy. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. it's the trickster. It's the trickster, as you said. So, uh, and of course, I I do speculate. I wonder if more crime happens, I, or maybe it's when it's like maybe in our situations where people realize, hey, something's missing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it used to be here, and now it's gone. Where where to go? You know that maybe you just become aware something has been taken. Yeah. Anyhow, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, we do have to just throw in Saturn retrograde. Yes. Um, because this is a new one, but we're close. So we'll just, we'll, we'll throw this one in as well. Um, Saturn does retrograde every year. So this is nothing mm -hmm. abnormal. Mm -hmm. um, this year it will retrograde uh, June 4th at 25 Aquarius. Um, just in my head right now, I'm just figuring that will be interesting because that will be squaring that lunar eclipse point. It that will just be. Um, you know, Saturn, I like to consider Saturn, the adulting planet, like the father figure, the grandfather figure. Um, but when it's retrograde, it's like maybe having an elephant on your chest. It's like that, you know, what the problem is and maybe the problem isn't necessarily an easy fix. Um, meaning that it could take a long time to resolve. It might not just be, oh, I change one thing and it's resolved. This will be very pertinent for those born between February 6th and February 18th. Well, uh, you just missed the bullet there, didn't you? I know. 
Kate's well, February. <laughs> I'm getting a learning lesson, right? Um, yeah. I, yeah. My birthday is February 5th. So technically Saturn does not retrograde back over my son, but it is within one degree. Yeah. Which, you know, it's just funny. Like I want to change the rules for myself. Whereas if I was talking to a client, I would be saying if it's in within one degree, you're feeling it. Okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to say, oh, maybe I won't <laughs> feel it. And that's not the case at all. I have so many Saturn stories this past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing I would say is you can't ignore it. No, this has to be dealt with or a lifestyle needs to quick to needs to adjust. Uh, you said adulting. I could say there could be some sense of sacrificing. Oh, I can't do that. Or I shouldn't do that. And now you realize, oh, I can't continue doing that. So there can be some sense of that's not my pre- preferred way. Right. Yeah. And I, I'll just give an example because again, these sound, this sounds like we're talking about heavy, heavy stuff, right? It does. Right. Yes. I'm a February 5th birthday and, um, I had some traumatic dental experience about seven years ago, the last time that Saturn was making, mm-hmm. um, an aspect to my son. And so I had like pretty much stopped going to the dentist, which was very rare because growing up, we went every six months religiously right. was not a question. And I started having dental issues at the end of last year. I went and tried to do a quick fix mm-hmm. <laughs> while Saturn was, mm-hmm. yeah, while Saturn was uh, direct and the problem came back with like a vengeance, like to the point where I couldn't even eat the problem. You know, this one tooth was acting up so much mm-hmm. and it wasn't an easy fix. I couldn't just go in and do it. I had to go in and schedule a root canal and then I had to go back and they have to make the temporary crown. I mean, it was, it's this whole thing. I'm still not finished. I still need to go back and get the final crown here later Mm -hmm. this month, but Saturn rules structural issues. So we can talk about the structural issues of the home, the structural issues of the pillars of the company. It's the big things, it's the relationships, and then it's the structural pieces of the physical body. So the bones, the teeth, and the skin. Mm. Um, and again, this is very personal, but I'm having acne again, like on my chest. It feels like I'm 12 years old again. And I was trying to think, is it the laundry detergent? Is it this? Mm -hmm. I've changed all these things. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh my gosh, again, if I was talking to a client, I would be saying, you might be visiting the dermatologist and here I am, (laughs) (laughs) here I am. And it was so funny too, because I was reading at an event the other day for an Aquarius. And I said, you know, issues with skin and she did the same thing. She was my acne right here. She's like, I have never had acne and her face was, you know, severely broken out. I'll say, you know, that's what, how she described it. And here she's under a Saturn energy. So Mm. that doesn't cover all the ways that it will play out, but it just, just to give people real life examples of what Saturn can feel like. Yes. Yes. There is, you know, and I think it's something about that our lives move pretty quickly. What we're interested in the morning by the afternoon, we're on to something else. And, you know, how many times do I say, I meet some, I go, what's been going on this week. And, you know, then your initial reaction is uh, not much, you know I mean? You, then when you sit down and over a coffee, right. Yep. Over the course of an hour, you're finally hearing all sorts of stories that's going on. So, and yes, this, you know, does, do people need to come to an astrologer to find out, oh, you may have a breakout of acne? No, that's no, not, no, we, we want to get beyond that. It's, it's what you said, structural issues in your life that need attention. 
So whether it's I have a cracked sidewalk and I need to replace that square of cement so no one trips and falls in the future, or whether it's listening to your body and make, trying to make some adjustments to see, okay, where's my body out of balance? What does it need? Right. Or what do I need to stop using? So it's, it's really to create long-term stability. Correct. Generally, the issues come up. And if you look at the I, tooth example, even though I'm talking about health thing, creating yeah. long-term stability for my mouth by yes. getting the yes. crown, right? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't think this, it helps that the degree that Saturn is retrograding at is 25 degrees Aquarius. Yeah. Uh, you've already said the February 6th, the February 18th, people are really being affected by that, but that degree alone um, is something that's daunting, something that, okay, this is not just one step. I'm not going to take one step, as you beautifully said. It wasn't one trip to the dentist and it got fixed. Uh -uh. No, it's multiple trips, multiple stays, and maybe some other complications along the way. Uh, this that 25 degree Aquarius is that sign of the idea of almost having to micromanage something. Yeah, multiple steps it's going to take for us to get through this. Yeah, because even if you're having like an issue with a relationship, we're saying you don't have to break up. No, be one conversation you break up, but it can be like, okay, we're going to see a therapist for mm -hmm. three months and then see how we're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like there are multiple steps involved. It's not just one easy conversation and then everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. So anyhow, it's, it's, you know, it's not fun to talk about that degree necessarily, but when you, if you can see the bigger picture, you know, and anyone going through it, you know, could make uh, those dates that I was speaking about, they should go back seven years, right? I was and look say, to see yeah. what happened seven years, 14 years prior, could take it all the way back, depending upon their age to 28 years back. Yeah, they could look back to 1991 to 1993. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they're old enough. You've been here before. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So let's yeah. finish up our talk just because we are um, this will be a longer episode. Obviously we oh. want to discuss, um, Jupiter moved into Aries May 11th. So just five days ago, mm -hmm. do you already have a story? Um, you know, we talked about Jupiter is expansive. Jupiter provides opportunity and Aries is the first sign in the Zodiac. So Aries has that go getter attitude. So when we see these two come together, you know, I think an astrologer that I follow said it best that Nike their slogan was created under this energy. Just do it. Mm. That would be very Aries and Jupiter. Maybe mm. you feel like you have the confidence to do something that you're holding off on before, because now Aries, that action piece is behind it saying, go for it. Yeah. Again, you might, you might be thinking, oh, should I quit my job? Right. <laughs> you know, start this relationship. We're going to, again, give you some just very realistic, um, true stories of clients that we've talked to this week, what they've already done here in the first five days of it, this still will go out until early of 2023. So if you don't have your story yet, it's okay. Yes, <laughs> There's it, still time. This was just a, an exercise to demonstrate poo pop. It ha it's happening. And it, when we say something is happening, it is happening. Now, just as you said, you may not, you may have missed it. You haven't analyzed your life close enough to see it. We're just wanting to reconfirm what we had projected out for people 
So I want to start out with, and I'm going to jump in there with Libras, because uh, we have two Libras in the family. And it was interesting, within days of each other, within the last five days, within 24 hours, I think, you know, two things happen. Tyler, who's a Libra, uh, learned that he is the, uh, he's in the Grammy semifinals for the Music Educator Award. Wow. Uh, that, and I think that's actually going to be effective for 2023. So I don't think he's going to get the news right away here. But the point is, he's in the running. That is a huge compliment. Seventh house, Libras are going through seventh house experiences, coming above the horizon, being seen, really good for building relationships, right? Which we focused on that when we were projecting out what was going to happen to Libras. But here's a case we're getting some national recognition. Yep. Uh, and Bill, my husband, uh, you know, he had a great week. He had a huge sale. I mean, he he has music, obviously, in a website, and he's selling uh, music, and that's routine. But he had a huge one-time sale that came through, which was very unusual to see that large of a sale go through on one day. Again, within 24 hours, two Libras, both calling up each other, going, hey, this is some big news that's happening. I thought that was great. Yeah. And then we have your, your Scorpio yeah. um, hitting you know, solar sixth house. Solar six. And, you know, I just had health, but health breakthroughs, uh, access to things I didn't think I was going to have. Someone, uh, doctors, of course, made it really easy to get everything I needed. So I really kind of did well. But I also want to stress a, a really small storyline because most people, when they say the solar sixth, they think, oh, that's work and that's health. Yep. Well, clothing, clothing is um, ruled by the sixth house. And here comes Jupiter into that sixth. And so what do you think you might do? Maybe buy better clothes, better clothes. Or so not just replacing wardrobe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Expanding the wardrobe, better wardrobe. And I did. I happened to buy two uh, better than usual pieces uh, I bought this week. And I can say I'm kind of interested. I had an itching to buy some clothes mm. that way. Anyhow, it was, again, very mundane. This is just the first five days. So that's not my story. That's not going to be my big Jupiter or an Aries story. Right. No. Very it's small. a fun way. It's just a fun, small stuff already starting. Well, and I had um, a question posed to me on my social media mm. that um, I actually have not addressed yet. So hopefully if they listen, <laughs> they can right. hear it live. Yeah, right, right. But they had said like, what is the significance of Jupiter moving into Aries during Taurus season? Mm. Right. Oh. I just kind of thought I actually have not thought about it because technically Jupiter will be in Aries during Gemini season and then during, you know, cancer season and Leo season. And, and it will be in Aries, the majority of the Zodiac sign by the time we get to next year. Mm-hmm. So I never really thought about like, what is the significance of it moving into a, a sign during a certain sun season. Right. It does but get a little more complicated, doesn't it? It does because it adds in this maybe possible layer of Taurus in, mm-hmm. you know, if we had just based on the stories that you've just shared, right. I do think there is kind of a layer of Taurus weaved in with mm-hmm. the money, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the beauty, with the clothing. I don't yeah. know. It's just something yeah. interesting to, that I haven't thought about that maybe. Wow. Yeah, just hearing smart those out there, some right? smart out there thinking about that. No, it does. It takes a certain type of uh, 
knowledge to be able to be looking at that way. But anyhow, it, it, it is. That's, and that's sometimes something that would come through maybe more in a one-on-one consultation Correct. that type might, might come out. Yeah. Um, a couple Sagittarius stories. Um, I know yeah. my sister-in-law finally kind of pulled the trigger on booking a fun trip. It was something that they've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been hitting solar fifth house. So that is the, the house of fun and booked a trip, um, for some fun activities. Um, I also just through social media, saw that a Sagittarius, uh, client through a huge, uh, um, baby shower, mm-hmm. which was over the top. It wasn't just, you know, a small group of people. It was a big, a huge outdoor event that also happened here in the Jupiter and Aries. You know, I wanted to uh, piggyback onto your story about Sagittarius because um, uh, Erica's daughter, uh, Lincoln, uh, got her first look at a water park. You know, they drove past one and what's that? And I want to go there, right? That was her initial. She's four years old. I want to go there yeah. as they were on their way to another birthday party of some sort. Anyhow, so Erica, the Sagittarius said, well, you, okay, we'll do that, but I, you're going to have to do something in exchange for that. And so Erica ordered a chore chart mm. and basically kind of negotiated with Lincoln, you know, that, okay, if you do these things, on the chore chart, uh, then we're going to go to, you're going to get to go to the water park. Yeah. So I thought there's a Pisces story, Lincoln's yeah. a Pisces. This is happening in her solar second house. And now she's having to, what is she willing to do for money? Basically, right. essentially, on an adult level, we would say, what are you willing to do for money? And so is she willing to pick up her toys? Is she willing to whatever the list may entail? So she's having to work to earn access to the water park. Yeah. Now there's a four-year-old and that's a big story for her. Sure. That would be a huge story on her level of four years age of wanting to get to that park. And what am I going to have to do? Uh, second house being your values. What's your priorities? Resources. Maybe yep. she's going to say somewhere along the way, uh, that's not that important to me to go to the water <laughs> park. You know, maybe I don't want to do these things. It could be. Yeah. But being a Pisces, what do you bet? Water parks would be very important on a priority list. Oh, absolutely. Right. Pisces water. (laughs) I know another Pisces who got married the first day of Jupiter and Aries, Mm -hmm. which again, people of all different signs got married. I'm sure that day, but it was something that they had gone back and forth about, um, then COVID, you know, um, and it's like they, it finally happened right there that first day. Oh, that's um, and scary. second house would be emotional milestones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was cute. Yeah. Very nice. Um, me as an Aquarius, it's hitting solar third house, which is kind of daily routine. It can shake up what that daily routine looks like here in the first five days. I've had three different friends come into town, <laughs> which is kind of unusual three, like back to back to back. And mm-hmm. so I've been, you know, running around town. <laughs> showing, you know, different places. Oh, this is where we hang out. So I've been doing the runaround in the best way possible, but it has been, I haven't been as quick to respond to like my work text messages and yeah, my routine's been shaken up, yeah, but good expanded. I mean, you, you, you've spent your day differently than you normally spend it. That's yep. good. Yep. Oh, you know, I, I went over to Aries. I've got a great Aries story of uh, uh, someone that Bill's good friends with, a musician who goes to uh, cruise, performs on cruise ships. 
I got it out of the blue immediate offer to leave now, get, get to you know, get over to New to Florida, get on a ship and you're going to go on this prestigious cruise. Uh, and he has been having a great time just in the last five days. He landed, um, uh, he got off the ship already in Amsterdam. He's been doing all this cool explore exploration. He's on his way to Norway and Sweden as well. He is having the best time of his life. He said he's done cruises before, but never where he's getting to go this time is quite different than what he's, uh, where he's been before. So again, good airy story, solar first house. Uh, his world is opening up to him, going places he never thought he would go in his lifetime. Yeah. I have a friend, Aries, to an Aries that is a friend that launched a business here the last few days. Mm-hmm. Again, it was something that she I had heard her talk about in the past. And she's like, I don't think I'm going to do it. And then I saw the announcement come up, come up on Facebook. And I thought, well, new handshake. Right. Mm. She's presenting herself now with a new company. So I just think that will be very successful and um, expansive for her. Mm -hmm. And Taurus, it's in their Jupiter's in their solar 12th. I always say free money. Mm-hmm. Always have said that. Well, I went to lunch with a tourist this week and she told me about her back to back lunches and shopping and presents that she's going to receive that she's already received 10 days out before her birthday, but it will continue right up to her birthday, which is late this week. So I thought free money. money. It, it, it isn't that people are handing her cash, but they're handing her gift cards. They're p- taking her to nice places and picking up the tab. So it is free money, things that you don't have to reach into your pocket to pay for. Yep. Uh, for Gemini's, you know, my partner is a triple Gemini. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves cars, which mm-hmm. <laughs> very appropriate for the triple Gemini. Yes, it um, is. But he, his 914, which is a 1972 Porsche, um, has been in the shop for quite a few months, having the engine rebuilt. Um, he got it back actually on the day that Jupiter moved into Aries. And now he's been able to participate in two engine wars, right? Back and, uh, two group, I'm going to call them rides drives where, you know, they all get together in a meeting spot and then drive their Porsches together. So he feels like he is back in the group. He's back in the camaraderie now that he has his car back. Um, and 11th house just being ruled by Uranus, the idea of him getting back the car and being able to look at all the wire work that was done or all the electric work that was done on the car. is very exciting. Oh my God. The read. Yeah. That's great. Oh my God. Oh, Lordy, you know, uh, cancer, we have a cancer story. Uh, One of our close family friends, uh, her daughter graduated from UNLV. Mm -hmm. And it's a big deal for any parent to see their kid get a college diploma. It's a big deal. It's 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 something saying you did something right. (laughs) You know, the the kid's going in a better direction, you know, Um, and lovely. Very simple story. First five days. Well, and if we think about Saturn, you know, I spent a good amount of time today talking about Saturn being mm-hmm. the father figure and the structure yeah. and graduation is it's, it's, it's a corporate, well, not a corporation, but right. It's the rule saying, okay, you have met all the criteria yeah. because you've done that. Now you get mm-hmm. a diploma. You know, mm-hmm. it is a very Saturn structured energy. Saturn rules the 10th house, which is going on for cancers. And she got to see the structure of the graduation. Her daughter get, you know, that recognition that now you get the diploma because of the work that you've done. 
very Saturn, right? And that doesn't happen overnight. You don't get your graduate, you don't get your diploma overnight. There's no, there's no, years no. of studying that happens. Absolutely. Um, I have a Leo client that um, uh, she's young. Uh, her daughter groomed her into astrology, her mother, I should say, groomed her into astrology early on. But she, I talked to her this week and she's booking her campus college tours. That's what she's into. So she's, uh, you know, going into her solar ninth house, Jupiter in the ninth house, education, branching out. Where is she going to go to school at? Yep. It was just too too simple. Again, is she there yet on the tour? No, she booked it. She's got the plan. She knows what months she's going to be here and there. It's a pretty exciting summer for that gal. Absolutely. Um, lastly, let's just touch on Virgos. And it was interesting yeah. because you brought a story to the table and I brought a story to the table. Yeah. Um, it's activating their solar eighth house. And both of our stories had to do with fraud, um, uh-huh. which could would be eighth house, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. what is taboo, what we don't talk about, what maybe we can't see. Um, my girlfriend who runs a business, her Instagram was hacked. They went in, they changed the email. So as she's trying to reset the password, the new password is going to mm-hmm. the person that's hacked her because they've changed it to their email. It still has not been resolved. Um, but, you know, that's definitely not a fun Jupiter expansive thing, but it, it, I think it lit up the problem that, okay, you know, so much of my business is run with Instagram. What would happen if I didn't have that piece? Oh, Yeah. You know, yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, and, and I hope you can everyone can see the eighth house connection there because it there there this whoever the the scammer is they've they've taken the good name of her, and using it to solicit money from other people. Correct. Under the guise of being her, who she's very reputable. Right. So again, lifting that complications in joint monies. Uh, my example is far simpler, just a credit card that's hacked and, uh, you know, and then everything getting resolved very quickly. You know, the company immediately FedExing out new credit cards to the person. And in the process of all the issues that take place there where you have to cancel or change the reoccurring charges, you have to notify these companies that, oh, okay, I'm changing cards. And in, in that process, she was looking at a slew of repeating charges that she had just kind of forgotten about. So she was elated by by about 36 hours in, she says, I am so happy this has happened because she just dropped a number of these charges that, you know, she took the time to cancel out, you know, what she was being charged for. She didn't need it anymore. Hadn't used it in six months and was still paying. So I hope, I hope your client has a good outcome to hers. I do too. Attitude. But that there's a case where Jupiter going in that eighth makes big stories. One feels very insecure. One feels very threatened right. in the solar eighth about who's meddling. And it, yeah. you know, and even like you had said, like the other person is benefiting through her, mm-hmm. you know, like, but it's through her expansive clientele, like through right. her number of followers. Right. Um, yeah. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Um, just as a reminder, on May 25th, Mars joins Jupiter in Aries. So, um, you know, Mars loves Aries. So it should get better as well, in case you're mm. thinking. Our stories are going to get bigger. But bigger. this was just an exercise to prove you don't have to wait, like, wait three months and now what, what's happening. It's already unfolding. 
And I think being able to say what's happened in the last five days is way easier than being what, like what happened in the last year, oh, right? If we're going to, so, if yeah. we talk about this, you know, yes, in January right. of next year, right. then it was like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. But to be like, here's the first five days, Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde is in there too. So, you know, you might have to decipher, is this a Mercury retrograde story? Is this a Jupiter and Aries story? Mm-hmm. But it's a really way to just break it down into just nibble, <laughs> little niblets. Yeah. Niblets. <laughs> to to see how that energy is coming through. So I think that wraps up uh, today's conversation again, happy eclipse season. Now that we're, you know, happy ending of the eclipse season, I should say, yes. yes. Um, If you have enjoyed the podcast, we do um, really appreciate it. If you can go on to Spotify or Apple podcasts and leave us a review Uh, that is always just so helpful to our algorithm uh, for us to get out there and get more listeners. So we appreciate if you're able to do that. And also, you know, I do, we haven't mentioned in a while, but we still do have the Mom and Me Astrology Academy. So if you oh. do enjoy hearing us talk, if you're interested in learning more about astrology, like we said, astrology is probably not going anywhere, especially with Pluto moving into Aquarius. It's no. just going to become uh, more relevant. So if you are interested in taking the next step with astrology, we do have an online academy called Mom and Me Astrology Academy. Com. You can see the packages that we offer, and it's a way to start taking classes uh, directly from us from an astrology standpoint. So with that said, thank you so much for listening this week, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.